Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, many years ago, I can remember somebody telling me about an officer who had pulled over a young man for speeding on the highway. The young man apologized profusely and asked if the officer would please let it go, but he continued to write up the speeding ticket anyway, handing it to the driver and telling him to slow down and have a good day. Well, Ten miles down the road, the same officer pulled over another vehicle, this one being driven by a young woman. She, too, apologized profusely, asking if the officer would just let it go. He smiled and ripped up the ticket in front of her, reminding her to make sure to watch the posted speed limit. This reminds me of the Christian life. You know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to show mercy and forgiveness to others. But this is an example of partiality. The officer in the story could have extended mercy to both people equally, but he didn't. If you're going to extend forgiveness and mercy to one person, then it needs to be extended to all. And this same kind of issue was going on in the early Christian church. They were clearly treating the rich better than the poor. They were playing favorites. James chapter 2, verse 1-4 through four says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him that weareth the gate clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are ye not then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? This passage has to do with giving preferential treatment to those who were wealthy. Instead of treating everybody equally, they were catering to the rich and hating the poor. The beloved apostle speaks about respect of persons. Respect is defined as possessing an attitude of high regard and admiration for somebody else. You treat them with honor and have a good opinion of them. You regard them as worthy of special consideration. It's like giving a wealthy man a padded front box row seat in the front of the church, while the poor have to stand in the back without a chair at all. We must remember when you strip everybody's money away, when you take all the possessions and belongings away from people, when you remove all the fancy clothes and items that people wear, we're all the same in the eyes of God. God judges the heart not what's on the exterior. James chapter 2, verse 5 through 13 says, Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? But you have despised the poor. <clears throat> it is the poor who are rich in faith because they love the Lord Jesus Christ more than amassing temporal gain and earthly possessions. Remember that Moses turned away from all the wealth and treasures of Egypt, choosing to become poor, so that he could become rich in spiritual things. This is because he loved God more than the world. He wanted to attain spiritual things, rather than attaining more worldly possessions. And this is why the love of money is the root of all evil. Instead of seeking after God, this misguided love only focuses on increasing one's personal wealth. Matthew chapter 13, verse 22 says, 
He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. This world treats the wealthy with great respect, but looks down upon the poor neighbor uh, with contempt. This might happen out in the world, but it's not supposed to happen within the church. Love your neighbor is a command that is supposed to be applied to all the members of the church, not just the wealthy. Again, he says, do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which you are called. If you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. Giving preferential treatment to somebody just because they are wealthy is wrong. You know, in recent days, I have noticed that there are people who hate the rich too, which also is wrong. A wealthy person can be hated because they're surrounded by covetous people. Whether one is rich or whether one is poor, we are commanded to love one another. And it is by this rule that we must all give an account to God someday. In the church, you will be responsible to account for the distribution of temporal riches that God has given you. Others will be responsible to account for the distribution of spiritual riches and knowledge that God has given unto them. Either way, freely you have received, freely give. 2 Corinthians 8, 13-15 says, For I mean not that other men be eased, and ye be burdened, but an equality, that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, and their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be an equality, as it is written, He that hath had gathered much had nothing over, and he that had gathered little had no lack. God made both the rich and the poor. The worldly wealthy are to help the poor, and those who are wealthy in spiritual treasures are to help those who are poor in spirit. That's an equality. Playing favorites in the church just because someone's pocketbook is, is downright wrong. All of us are the same. We're sinners who are being saved through faith in Christ. Sometimes I envision the church as a gathering where each of us wear the exact same t-shirt, kind of like soldiers in the military. We're all dressed the same. No one's better than the other and no one worse. Proverbs 14.20, the poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. Luke 6.24 says, but woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. Some people who are rich desire the poor to go out and get a job in order to increase their wealth, just as they do. But the truth is, certain people have chosen a life of poverty to increase their wealth spiritually. The apostles left their occupations to do this very thing. Whatever you seek after in this world is what you're going to be filled up with, either earthly wealth or the riches that come through seeking Christ. In the church, we want to love one another equally and certainly don't want to be playing favorites. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC or by going to Hipcast, Buzzsprout, or Amazon. 
or by going to our blog at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.